0: to the Star Wars Stuff Podcast, where we talk about all things Star Wars. My name is James, and I have a guest today, it was not a guest, just, just a good friend of mine. Go ahead and say your name and introduce yourself.
1: Hey guys, my name is Rudy. Um, no idea what I'm doing here, but I'm here.
0: <laughs> yeah, I, uh, I tricked him into coming over, and I was like, hey, you are got to do my podcast. And he was like, what? But uh, but yeah, uh, I work with Rudy. Uh, he's a good friend of mine. And you said you were a Star Wars fan, like, a, like pretty good, but then... After you talked to me, then you kind of, yeah.
1: Well, you know, at, my fandom was kind of normal, I guess you say. I mean, I, guess, I can't really say normal because nobody knows what normal means. But I didn't really follow Star Wars as much as other people did. But then once we started talking more about movies at work than we actually working. <laughs> uh, Don't tell that part of the story. it just kind of blew up from there then I started reading articles now I'm kind of ashamed of myself
0: (laughs) so now you're like "Are you?" so how hyped are you for the latest Uh, Star Wars movie
1: I'm pretty hyped man Um, I'm pretty excited I want to see how the story ends yeah Um, that's just my big thing I think with a story like this how it spans out so many years like it needs to have the right ending Mm -hmm. if it doesn't
0: it's i don't know I how, don't dis- how, I how disappointing it. will that be if it's okay we won't talk about that we won't <laughs> talk about that we'll, we'll, i mean we'll get into that we'll talk about that later but um just want to say thank y'all for listening and um this week of course as you know the rise of skywalker comes out i'm watching it on thursday at six um a few of us in the podcast i'm not gonna say names they're actually gonna watch it Earlier than than us, they're gonna. I'm not gonna tell you which day they're gonna watch it, but they're gonna watch it before everyone else does, which makes me a little sad. But it's okay. Um, and you're gonna watch it Saturday?
1: Yeah, I'm watching it Saturday uh, around noon in New Braunfels, so it's gonna be uh, it's gonna be pretty interesting.
0: Pretty interesting. Yeah. yeah, hopefully you can stay off the internet and not let anyone like spoil it for you. That's the big yeah. deal is people are gonna be posting stuff left and right. I,
1: you know, I think I just might turn my phone off. <laughs> like, just don't call, text, just call me when i'm at work.
0: Yeah, i'm not going to yeah, i'm, I'm not going to be one to spoil. And also, if you're on our like podcast uh Facebook pages and Instagram, please please do not post spoilers of any kind until we'll give it the weekend the opening weekend then you can post stuff but,
1: but. I saw something on screen right today the first reviews are out
0: yeah the first uh reactions are out right now and i haven't read any of them have you read any of them? no
1: no i didn't even click on it ah. i just kind of scrolled past it i was like i can't do it
0: i read i read one article but then i read another one that said rave reviews like it's it just said rave reviews and i'm like oh my god but i'm not gonna i'm not gonna i'm not gonna read them i'm not gonna just stay strong okay so before we get started with talking about you know stuff uh since you're new to the podcast, since it's kind of a tradition, what is two two questions? What's your favorite moment in Star Wars? And you can't say the music. Uh, what's your favorite moment in Star Wars? And which is your favorite Star Wars movie? What you got?
1: So I want to start with the second question. My favorite movie is New Hope, just Ooh, because okay. that's the one I was introduced to as a kid. I mean, I remember uh, at my uncle's house during Thanksgiving, and all of us kids are playing in the living room, watching TV. Then all of a sudden, you hear the intro music, and then the the screen starts scrolling up, Mm. and everybody just gets dead silent. And, you know, that movie itself kind of just got me on my Star Wars journey. Mm. Uh, Now, my favorite moment, surprisingly, is... So, since you told me about coming on here last night, I've been going through so many, like, the (laughs) prequels, and I'm like, man, I got to choose the right moment. But I think I'm going to choose... A moment in Force Awakens. Okay. Um, And it's the opening scene when Poe shoots at Kylo, and then Kylo just turns and stops the beam like mid-track and freezes Poe. And I think for me that set the tone for the movies that were that what we're about to see and Mm -hmm. the movies that were coming because at that point you'd never seen
0: a power like that. that. Yeah. That's totally new, and that for
1: me set the tone
0: for the saga and it was really cool that abrams and kazdan put that there because like you said it it set the tone it told us this is new this is a new age of star wars this is a new age of the force that we've all known and it it was just like you never you never saw something that cool and because if you think back you know vader couldn't stop bolts and yoda couldn't really stop
1: well we don't really know because okay true you know I mean, it sets a tone, but it also says, hey, you know, Kylo's a different kind of enemy. Mm. When people first saw him in his mask, you know, oh, great. It's another version another of the Vader. Another, another Vader, you know. But then they open up the scene with that, and it's just he's it – sets the tone for the movies, but he's a different enemy. Yeah. But the whole movie, he's aspiring to be as powerful a Vader. So I don't – we never really saw what Vader can do. True. You true. know, his true, his true strength. So, okay. Um, yeah, that's my moment. That's a good
0: moment. I'm not gonna lie. My, I was, I was just watching that, uh, yesterday. I'm, you know, going through all the movies and I just love the shot where Poe, they're escorting Poe over and you just see the laser still frozen there as he passes by. And know, then like, just blows up a house yep. afterwards oh, when he gets on the ship. so you know? cool, man. It was awesome. He held it there for a while. Um, I feel like I have to go back and do my list, my top ten, because a lot of people got mad at me for doing the music as the number one thing. Which, yeah, yeah you're, you're you're right. It wasn't a moment. It's and- it.
1: I mean, I guess it is in a sense, but it isn't because the moment you first hear it and it just gets you get that kind of goosebump feeling, mm-hmm. like that's a moment in itself. But I think most people want like your favorite scene. Yeah, versus...
0: I know I suck. I should I should think <laughs> of something else. But I haven't seen The Rise of Skywalker yet. But I, I the, the the thing that always got me though was Rey's flip in the in the teaser trailer when she did the flip over the Tie Fighter. It was beautiful. It was amazing. But we'll see,
1: man. <sighs> so what's the first original trailer that they they released where she's running through the jungle and she jumps and then all of a sudden the scene changes and she she's jumping on on what looks like the De- the, the Death Star the yeah. Death Star. Like, for me, it's like, okay, this is... Go- I think the magnitude of, of this movie is going to be huge. And he, I think the first trailer set that tone.
0: I think... Um, okay, so let's get into it. Let's get into it. Okay, so I, I went back and I rewatched Attack of the Clones. And as complex as that story is, it's actually kind of a simple... It's a simple story. You know, you have your your, your three main people. Two of them over here, one of them over here. Empire Strikes Back. But the, the stories that they're on... I don't know. It just seemed like the movie wasn't as complex, and now it seems like these movies have to be complex because the, the audiences are changing now. You know but, what I mean? Like- I don't. Th- I don't think they have
1: to be complex. I think the characters themselves are more complex versus the storyline. Okay. I think now. I mean, you saw it with Force Awakens and um, the Last Jedi. That every question that people have been asking, like, who are race parents? Mm-hmm. They haven't answered that question. I think her lineage is going to play a big part in this. Yes. But I think the complexity of not knowing who she is and then how her mentality of how she's taking, you know, her relationships, you know, how close she got to Han Solo, how close she got to Leia, you know, how close her and her and, uh finn got mm-hmm. you know i think the complexity of those relationships and the characters themselves is what's drawing the audience
0: yeah, i agree because I, I i love that that we still don't know we don't know all the 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 answers yet no and somebody the other day my niece actually she was like so who's raised parents i was like i don't know because what's gonna happen in this new movie i don't know well i was like we don't know i was like there's there's a there's a huge chunk of us Star Wars fans who have no idea what's about to happen in this movie, and that's what I love. Yeah, that we have no idea what's gonna. You know, and I—that's
1: the one thing I didn't like about the Last Jedi was when you know Ren was like, "Oh, your parents were just some junkers who left you on on mm-hmm. on, on the planet. They don't care anything about you." I think you know, he was playing her to get her to join. Yeah. join him. But I didn't. I. I think they're going to answer that question in this last movie because that, for me, that answer wasn't suffice. Like I didn't, I didn't like that at all.
0: Okay, so let me ask you this. Now I'm going to get controversial. Not controversial. Just going to have a discussion. Okay, so Johnson knew the story. Like Abrams has said, like Johnson, they had meetings when Force Awakens was going to production about what, what was going to happen next. And that when Abrams read the script he was just kinda like, Whoa, okay, he just did something different. But it seems like Abrams is saying he did things differently, but it was what was supposed to happen. Like they knew Snoke wasn't gonna be a big deal, so he kills him. And Abrams was like, Oh, okay, I guess we're just gonna get rid of him like that And then I think the reveal of Ray's true lineage was always supposed to be in the last movie. I you know what I mean? Like I don't think I don't think her us finding out immediately who she was within a couple of because if you think about the timeline of when we first meet her to the end of the last jedi it's not that long it's only like what a week or something you know like it's it's really really short so the fact that she gets off the planet she goes on this adventure and then they're like oh yeah by the way these, these are your parents um it just seemed like that would have been like the timeline would have been too quick and so what I think them spreading it out this way, which I'm pretty sure this movie is like a year, like a year and a half after uh, The Last Jedi, um, she'll have grown, her character will have developed, to where now as she finds out, it's going to be
1: a well, big deal. By that logic, you could have you could argue that they should have held back uh, Luke's lineage Very true. To, to the last movies, where he's grown and more like an Obi-Wan than anything else. <laughs> and then he finds out that Vader's his father like I I knew there I knew that it was going to be a key piece in the movies when when Force Awakens first came out because that was the question of who she was nobody knew she was going to be the Jedi that was that was the big reveal too when she grabbed when she touched a lightsaber at 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 Ma's place and then when she uh, when she calls it calls it to her and it goes past ren like that was huge
0: that was amazing um, That was my
1: favorite moment but i knew like that was the first question that i had as soon as the the, the movie ended like who who is this chick like yeah. like who is her parents like where does she come from like because no main character in the star wars movies we've never known who they've come like where they come from yeah um at least no main jedi um But yeah, man, I'm pretty, I think it's going to play a big part. I think her lineage itself is going to play a big part in how the rise of Skywalker goes. Mm -hmm. And I think it's, it's going to play a big part in how I think eventually how she succeeds.
0: Mm, Okay. That makes sense. I went back and I'm I'm watching force awakens and we had talked about this, uh, David, Joseph and I talked about this on our, one of our earlier podcasts where Ray is not really her name. Ray is a name that she gave herself, um, that's that's one thing that's going on because the way she says I'm Ray to Finn, it's kind of like she's like this. I don't know what my real name is, but this is the name I've been going by type of thing.
1: I can see that they yeah. can play with that yeah. a
0: lot, and oh, then yeah. and then in the this new movie they could be like, oh, by the way, boom, this is your real name. Well,
1: then, they dropped her off when she was just maybe what three, four years mm-hmm. old at the at the young at the oldest. So, yeah, there's, it's plausible she doesn't even know what her name is, and maybe that's just what they called her growing yeah. up as Ray.
0: And then somebody even pointed out uh, the helmet that she puts on, actually on the side, it spells Ray, but not R-E-Y, but like R-E-I-G-A. Like, you know, it spells yeah. it differently, yeah. and that she went by that. But well, like I said we don't know like we don't know we don't know anything about this movie we don't know what's gonna happen I in this mean movie. I know I, we know a lot about this
1: movie because of the way they they're releasing all these trailers which is I haven't seen them don't, don't yeah don't I know I'm I've, I've only <laughs> seen maybe like one or two additional trailers that they've mm-hmm. released but um, I'm trying not to watch any footage that uh, I don't know they're just I, I think they're revealing too much I don't know I don't want to I don't want to watch it
0: <laughs> I I would like to think they're revealing too much but I also would like to think that they're Revealing just enough, and then when the movie comes out, we're all still going to be like, "What? Like what?" That
1: but was-? but they act like they have to keep people interested. This is like the greatest story, like you said yesterday, the greatest story told on cinema. Yeah, in 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 terms of of sci-fi, I mean, get into that
0: debate later. Yeah, we can t- yeah, <laughs> we can talk about the Godfather, <laughs> but we're not going to get into that. <laughs> but, uh, <laughs> which is probably one of the gr- anyways. Um, yeah. so yeah, yeah, they have to get people interested and they have to get people pumped. And what's crazy about this movie is. I looked at a lot of the seats that are going to be um, like the, a lot of the showings, like the twentieth. There's a lot of like seven AM, six forty AM showings on the twentieth Friday, and all those showings are pretty much sold out. Like yeah. people, people are going to be there to watch it early, early in the morning. Yeah, and that whole week, if you're not, if you didn't get tickets for the weekend, good luck because it's
1: yeah. I got my tickets for Saturday, like a, maybe a week after they they came out, and I was surprised that the noon showing that I had tickets for still had seats available. Good yeah. seats available.
0: Uh, I'm pretty sure a lot of people are going to watch it that Friday and Thursday um, because I don't think anybody wants to see any spoilers.
1: Well, that was the other thing, too. I was looking at the seats and I was like, you know, I don't care if I'm sitting at the very front row, but at the same time, it's like I want a good seat, so I yeah. can actually enjoy this
0: movie, not <laughs> have yeah, my neck. neck hurts. Have your neck all <laughs> arched back like I can't see anything. But um, Okay, so a lot of people keep asking me is is this the last movie it's like okay we it's the last of the skywalker saga and i hope it is and i hope it is too okay and a lot of people even uh david who's part of the podcast thinks that these characters like ray finn and poe need to be in other movies need to be in next movies but for me ending it here I mean, you can do your little, you know, Disney Plus shows, which I'm okay with. They're, we'll talk about that later. Um, but as for, like, a movie, no. I think the Skywalker saga should end, and then we should start a new chapter.
1: So, I 100% agree. Okay. I think the Skywalker saga, I mean, restarted this journey way back in, what, the 80s? 77. Se- 77 mm-hmm. we started this journey with, with Skywalker. Then late 90s early 2000s we get the prequels and we see Anakin turn into Darth and now we're seeing you know the end to an era of of skywalkers mm-hmm. and i think if they end this movie right i think it's going to be great and i don't i really hope they don't bring him back yeah. because if they send him out the right way it's going to put generations of it's going to make generations of, of people happy, yes. Um, now you're right, they I think they are setting up you know, they're, they're definitely setting up Poe for a standalone movie. I, I see him having a movie kind of similar to Solo. Mm-hmm. Um, Finn, maybe if he goes off and has like some adventures, but I think they if they show him kind of riding off into the sunset where mm-hmm. he finally gets to get some peace away from the first order, I think that's a fitting ending for, for okay. Finn. Um, I would hope they would dig into Rey a little bit. I want to see Rey. Okay, maybe maybe not a movie, but although you can't really say a miniseries just because Rey is such a big character now, she would
0: have to deserve her own movie. But a lot of them have said on record, and this is where it gets a little iffy, that they don't want to come back. They're done. They're done with Star Wars. But part of me thinks that Disney was like, hey, don't tell everybody you're going to come back because we don't want people to start thinking you're going to live or you're going to something good's going to happen to you in the movie. We don't want anybody to have any ideas of what's going to happen.
1: Yeah, I, I can see that. But at the same time, I mean, when, when you're in these movies, like Ray, I mean, Daisy Ridley is going to be known as Ray for the rest of her life. Yeah. Just like Mark Hamill and Carrie yeah. Fisher are known as Luke. And Leia, <laughs> Yeah, you know? like she, she's not going to be able to do anything else. But are like, Oh yeah, that's Ray. Yeah. Um, <laughs> you know, and same thing with Finn and Poe. Like they're going to, these are figures that are going to live on for generations mm-hmm. now. um, I do see that. I think they're gonna. I want them to do kind of like a anti-hero story with Kylo Ren, mm. um, just because I think his struggle between good and bad it was a lot larger than Darth Vader's. Um, okay, I, I get you. But I, I do see them maybe doing something along down the road, telling his story and how he came into
0: being who he was. I could see that, or who knows, maybe they might answer that question this, in, next, in this movie, yeah, you know? yeah, yeah um but i think with the the success the enormous success of the mandalorian i think kennedy and crew are kind of looking going okay how else can we like what other stories can we tell because everyone is digging this this type of storytelling we're doing right? are they
1: are they digging the storytelling or are they digging the way the mandalorian was made because I mean, we've talked about it numerous times. If you think about it, it's more like an old western—the mm-hmm. way
0: he's moving around, and the way he talks, the way he fights. Well, well, I think what they're what they enjoy is, like you said, they're they're enjoying the way it, it's made because it looks like a western. Now you can do a Disney Plus show like Cassian Andor is going to have his own series, mm-hmm. hopefully next year. That can be just a full on um spy movie like spy yeah. and then so the, the beauty with disney plus is you can do different genres within star wars live action because i know the clone wars cartoon there's a lot of episodes where it's like oh this is a this is kind of a scary story this is kind of a this is a you know a spy one this is this this is that where now they're seeing oh my gosh people enjoy the different genres within star wars so cassie and or you can do a full-on you know just Spy movie with him, you know, creeping around, and that'd be awesome. Obi Wan Kenobi, you can do the whole, um, I don't Vir- know,
1: virtuous hero kind of a story. Yeah,
0: him out in the desert, looking and searching for himself. Like you can, and then one they thing they show him and Darth Maul finally finishing their fight. But they already showed that in Rebels. I don't think Filoni would want to be like, you know what I mean? Like he'd be like, I already did it. I don't want to redo it in live action. <laughs> but, but it would be awesome if they did it. Um, although I, I, I have heard that. That them at the end of Rebels Wasn't the first time they saw each other Like maybe they saw each other before Maybe We can do that Oh do you hear the latest like kind of rumor going around No So in the Mandalorian whenever he does his flashback When he was a little boy And they put him in the um, they His parents put him in that hole Yeah And the door opens up Somebody said like Wouldn't it be cool If a blue lightsaber slices the droid in half And it's Obi-Wan Kenobi During the Clone Wars <laughs> and then he like makes sure the kid's okay then he runs off
1: that would be pretty cool like i i would
0: that would be i don't know how i'd feel about that (laughs) that's kind of that's that's kind of out there i don't know man i I think i think if they do it right i think if they don't like have him go like how are you are you okay what's your name like don't do that literally have obi-wan come in slice the thing apart and then you see the clone troopers show up and we realize oh this is the this is a a huge clone war battle and Obi-Wan being there saved this little boy's life who ends up becoming the Mandalorian. I think
1: that would be really fitting to the series. I think, I think if you see it where the door opens up and George standing there, you see the blue lightsaber sliced in half and you just see Obi-Wan look down and then cut. Yeah. You know, and I think oh, that, yeah, would that, be, would, that would be great. That, that would just be the statement in itself. We don't think we have to see anything more than that, mm-hmm. but That would also explain a lot of the Mandalorian's like virtue and just kind Mm -hmm. of like, oh my God, you know, this is, I I have to live my life with honor. Mm -hmm. Um, It'd be great. I, th- I think that'd be a good twist. I, I have mixed feelings about the show right now. I don't know.
0: Oh yeah, because uh, yeah, Rudy wasn't too happy with that last episode <laughs> it, with it, Bill Burr and um, Bill uh, Burr. Bill Burr is in Star Wars. <laughs> I I like. Don't get me wrong. I liked the episode. I thought the episode
1: was fun. It was it was action packed. It was great, but it has nothing to do with the storyline that we know of. <sighs> What does it have to do with the story? I mean, we line? don't know. Those those three could come back. No, They're not going to come back. You never know. I I will put money on it. They're not going to come back. Uh, how much? I'm just <laughs> joking.
0: I mean, yeah, I mean, we, but again, we don't know. We don't know what they're going to do with it. We don't know Honestly, what's going to happen with them. I
1: think they shot it, and then John was just like, well, you know, we have this. We promised eight. Nah,
0: we'll just give it to them. <laughs> we'll see. We'll see how that goes. And tomorrow we get the next episode, which is exciting. Oh, and they're also putting on Disney Plus, uh, like in the description, be sure to stay through the credits. Like you want to stay through the credits.
1: Yeah, I think they're going to show another teaser trailer. I don't know what more they could show, but it has to be something different
0: than what they've been showing on TV. Unless they, okay, yeah, unless they show like the Mandalorian in The Rise of Skywalker, like unless they show that. (laughs) What's the time? Like,
1: how far ahead of Force Awakens does
0: this happen? Well, this is... Okay, so this is six years after Return of the Jedi. Yeah. So, the Force Awakens was 30 years after. So, you're looking at a 24-year gap. And then, 25 or 26 to the rise of Skywalker. So, Mandalorian is still fairly in shape, you know?
1: I like your theory on... At the end of Mandalorian, we see... I I would like to, for them to kind of introduce Snoke, like kind of just tie into Snoke mm-hmm. coming up, come coming into power. That I think that would be a better fitting than trying to tie into Rise of Skywalker. This is too big of a gap. Oh, I see what you're saying. Yeah, you
0: know? yeah, we'll see. But there is a ship that looks like the Razor Crest there in the Rise of Skywalker. Well, we don't know. I mean, we don't. Maybe he gave the ship to somebody, or maybe that's him. Like how crazy would it be? Okay, so here's Uh, another thing. Or
1: I'm pretty sure they built more than one ship.
0: Yeah, but the way they talked about it, like Razor Crest, really? Yeah,
1: because it it was it's back from the Clone Wars. Yeah, it's it's an old, it's an antique compared to most ships nowadays. Yeah,
0: true, true. Um, But it would still be pretty cool. Yeah, somehow they can make it. If I was Lucasfilm right now, and You see how successful this thing is with, of course, with Baby Yoda. Okay, it's not Baby Yoda, the child. How successful the child is, you would. Try to do what you could to get people to be like, hey, it's it's all this is all connected. This is all a part of the same world. That's you know, what I would do. And if doing. you look at everything they've done so far
1: in Star Wars, everything's connected. Mm-hmm. From the prequels to Rogue One to Solo to Clone Wars to Rebels, all the shorts they've made. Everything is somehow connected. Mm-hmm. And I think they they promised the Mandalorian would be a standalone series yeah. by itself. But I don't think they can let that happen. No. It has to be connected in some way.
0: I mean, they're doing a pretty good job with connecting it to Clone Wars. They're doing a great job connecting it to Rebels, even. And, you know, the original movies. Um, I Yeah, I agree with you. It's, it's hard for them not to be like, we got to... We gotta get people like who we are watching the Mandalorian to be like, Oh, I'm gonna go see that new Star Wars movie because And you and you can't forget Bill Bill Burr's mention of Jar Jar. I mean Oh my gosh, <laughs> when he said Jar Jar, I was like, What? Did Bill Burr just say Jar Jar? Man, I've been listening to Bill Burr stand up for like ten years. Like that dude is so funny. And so it was kind of amazing to be like Bill Burr's in Star Wars. Like there's he, this is
1: bizarre. Right yeah. place, right time, man. I mean And,
0: and he did a good job. Like he comes in and you're always like yep that looks like a a jerk in space and he did it perfectly <laughs> so yeah if you never if you didn't know like bill burr is a really very successful comedian and he was on breaking bad a, a few episodes and um he more than a few episodes i mean they got okay, him into the spin off uh call like uh, better call saul
1: better call saul um, and then they liked his character so much in Breaking Bad, they brought him back for quite a bit. And then they sent him off into the sunset whenever all the, the crap went mm-hmm. out in Breaking Bad.
0: <laughs> I love it when he said that. He met with John Favreau because they did... If you haven't seen The Chef Show, it's on Netflix. Bill Burr is actually on The Chef Show with them, and it's really funny. And John Favreau was like, hey, so I got this this part in The Mandalorian I think you'd be really good at, and you, do you want to do it? And he was like, well... Uh, and his wife next to him, Bill Burr's wife was like, "You have to say yes. You cannot say no to this." <laughs> he was like, "You're okay. Yeah, I'll do it." And yeah. it was it was awesome. It's just
1: right place, right yeah. time. And Bill Burr's just I mean he's, he's funny, but I think he's actually a pretty decent actor. Yeah, he I mean,
0: was. Yeah, like I said, he did a good job. I was my favorite shot of this last episode was. Him standing there and you see the Mandalorian like coming up closer to him with the like, kind
1: of strobe light. Oh, and like, he's just, he walks up, then disappears and walks in.
0: Yeah. <laughs> and I love the way he like he turns around and he just goes, oh, like, he knew it. He was like, yeah. no. And then anyway, anyway. So yeah. So yeah, all that being said, The Mandalorian is doing great. People, fans that I never knew would like Star Wars are watching The Mandalorian and are digging it. And it's like, okay, Lucasfilm, you need to tie it in just a little bit to get people to go watch the rise of skywalker i
1: i i I like the way that john favreau shot made this series again looking like an old western or a samurai movie um but also like they just don't give you anything like they keep you wanting more because they're not answering any questions Yeah, they're not answering jack you know and i'm just like (laughs) oh my god like if you just tell me why but then again that might be the lure of it that might be say okay i'm going to tune in next week
0: yeah which is working we are all waking up like you wake up early to watch it right i have my
1: own ritual make make my breakfast i turn it on make
0: sure everybody's out of the house <laughs> turn up my my surround sound so i so i hear everything yeah me i wait for my wife to leave i get my same week, i get my breakfast get my coffee pull my recliner right up to the tv get my dog and we sit there and we watch the newest episode and that's it's a great ritual and i, I at first I was kind of mad because I was like man I want more I want to binge watch this thing but there's something kind of nostalgic even in the way it's coming out week by week you know like this is what George Lucas would do Saturday mornings where he would go watch these these Saturday morning serials where they would have these like flash cordon or these other, these other uh, shows back in the day and you'd have to wait a week to watch it. And they'd always end at a cliffhanger to where you'd have to come back the next week.
1: You know, when Disney plus launched, I, and they announced they were doing that with not just the Mandalorian, but all of their, mm-hmm. their TV series where they release episode week by week. Yeah. I thought it was a fantastic idea. I mean, that's how you keep subscribers subscribed, and that's mm-hmm. how you bring in new subscribers. Um, but going back to The Mandalorian, if you look at Star Wars as a whole, the amount of characters that you can make off and shows after is just insane. And the the worlds and the, the different backstories of how all these can tie in, there's no telling. We're going to be seeing Star Wars shows for years to come.
0: And I think that was the beauty of Disney Plus was Lucasfilm saw like, oh my gosh, we can we can do a lot of stuff now. Like we can make this show, we can make this show, and then um, you know they're gonna do this Obi Wan Kenobi series, which is gonna be it's, it's gonna be huge. This show is gonna be it's gonna be the biggest show probably. Yeah, oh, I, it's gonna be bigger than the Mandalorian.
1: Honestly, I would I would prefer it to be a movie versus a series, but that's just me.
0: But, okay, I get your point. I get it, but. We get six episodes. We get six hours. I
1: would. I would rather have seen Solo as a series, which they might do, and then have Obi
0: Wan have his own movie. I would have flipped it. I would have flipped it. Well, I think that was the. There was so many like rumors and like things that were confirmed that were gonna happen, but then after Solo came out, Iger told them to slow down. Like, all right, yeah. let's, let's let's take it easy. But um, are they are they gonna
1: continue the Solo because they they
0: left. Solo ending with like a
1: huge like cliffhanger. I, I I feel like they they need to continue that story. I,
0: I think after the Rise of Skywalker comes out in January of 2020, February, we're gonna start to get a, a ton of new information about what's gonna happen next. I think Kennedy's job right now is just to get the Rise of Skywalker out. Like she wants to finish it. She wants to have it completed. The whole saga is done. And then now she can, after this, she can say, okay, here's what we're going to do next. Here's here's what happened with Solo. This is what we're going to do differently. This is Ryan Johnson's trilogy. We still, we, we kind of think he's still doing it. But then there's also like, he's not going to do it. Like, apparently he's been fired already from it. But they don't <laughs> want to say it until after the movie comes out. So, so many rumors, so many things going around. Um, I think... After this movie comes out, we're gonna hear a bunch more stuff about it.
1: Yeah, and I agree. I think right now everything is just to kind of complete the saga, complete mm-hmm. this trilogy, and um, and then they can start looking forward. But I, again, I I firmly believe like we're not gonna see anything to do with the main saga. It's always gonna be a Star Wars story, like Rogue One or, mm-hmm. or Solo. I think we're gonna see those one offs versus another trilogy.
0: But we are getting something in twenty twenty two. Like that is, that has been announced. There is a movie coming out in 2022. No, we don't know what it is. We don't have no idea what it is. No. Some people say it's Kevin Feige's movie. Some people say it's Ryan Johnson's movie. We don't know. Some people say it could be uh, Benioff and Weiss. What they were like, kind of trying to work on before they left. God, I can't believe they left. But anyway, <laughs> we won't get all, into that. All
1: I know is that the people that they have making these movies now, and the writers that they have. Honestly, I it's 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 fantastic.
0: Oh yeah, they they find it's like, and I know my my you know David will say that it took them a, a little bit that, like we had to go through Force Awakens and the Last Jedi to get to where we are now. But I think I don't know. I agree with you. Like the the, the writers they have are just killing it right now. I yeah. Think, apparently, yeah. so Chris Terrio, he is the screenwriter, the co-screenwriter of the Rise of Skywalker. He wrote Argo, the one by Ben Affleck. Yeah and then he wrote the screenplay to justice league which everybody was like dude that was not a good movie so he was brought on to do the rise of skywalker apparently he is a huge i know that y'all probably heard this he's a huge star wars fan like he's a huge like clone wars rebels all of them are yeah but to the point where a lot of people didn't think jj abrams was going to bring in stuff from clone wars or rebels like a lot of people were saying he's just going to stick to the movie so with Tyrio being on board with this movie It feels like people are thinking he's going to bring in all this other stuff to where now there's rumors that even Ahsoka could be in the Rise of Skywalker.
1: I think they're kind of setting it up that way. They're releasing, because like I said, they're releasing so much footage, and the way the trailers that I've seen so far have panned out, like everything is coming together. Mm -hmm. And I think they have to bring in, they have to pull from all the other movies and all these different characters in order to finally win. but they have to do it to complete the saga. I okay. think that's how they complete the story is by bringing in everything mm-hmm. um, so yeah i can I can definitely see that happening in the rise of Skywalker. In fact, you see that you know when you see the Millennium Falcon and you see
0: all those ships just right behind it. I mean I mean ships from the Clone War era. Ships from even the the Ghost from mm, Rebels is yeah. right there and it's like oh my gosh like are they are they really going to do this? Are they really going to I think they have to drop like here's Ezra Bridger from Rebels like here's Ahsoka. Man, oh my if Ahsoka shows up people are going to scream their heads off.
1: And I think this is going to this is going to set the tone for you know the the movies and series to come because you know right if if Ahsoka shows up then who knows we might see a whole series dedicated to her
0: yeah I would be on board but there's there's the, the purists out there who love her as the animated character yeah so you it, it's like are they gonna dig that she's a live action we don't know personally I think if you do it right it's it's great it's got to be good so I don't I'm okay with her being
1: I mean so far I think they've done things right I mean. A lot of people weren't happy with the way the prequels came out and mm-hmm. how they were they they were made and the in the stories they were told. Some people say that they were kind of hard to sit through. For me, it's hard for me to sit through the first one. Like I I, I have to just like bite my tongue because it's <laughs> just so corny and cheesy. But there's there's so many key elements in there that I need to pay attention to. But it's hard for me to sit through it. And I think with the Force Awakens, and um, even going back to Rogue One and Solo, and all these little mini series from Clone Wars to Rebels, like they started telling the story the right way, the way yeah. the, the way the fans wanted to. Yeah. And I think at this point, i kind of lost where I was going with that. I think at this, <laughs> po- I think at the, at, the, at this point, like they just they just keep telling the story, and they're telling it right, and I think fans are going to be happy with how they tell it. And how they finish?
0: Yeah, I I agree, and a lot of it goes to um, you know Dave Filoni is you know he did Rebels he did Clone Wars yeah. and now he's doing the Mandalorian. Um, a lot of people want him and Favreau to be a part of the you know like creative overall creative of Lucasfilm. If they're not already, they need to be in part in charge of all of that. As soon as John got involved with him,
1: and I'm a huge fan of John Favreau, oh, yeah, like I. I, I, I follow that guy from when he produced Iron Man to the the, you know, the Chef movie, and throughout his career, I've seen him develop as not only an actor but a writer and producer.
0: Except for your least favorite movie,
1: yeah. Except sorry. for my least favorite, I'm sorry about that. Anyways,
0: but yeah, so you've been a big fan of Favreau, and then you see him getting involved in Star Wars. Yeah,
1: and it's just, I think it's great. I think Favreau needs to be on that creative team mm-hmm. I think the way he tells stories the way he's able to connect not only with the writers and the actors but with the audience mm-hmm. um, and knows what they want and want to see and hear then I I think it's um, star the Lucas film is just going up from there
0: it's insane he thought of the child you know baby yoda and yeah. it's like like did they know did they know this was going to be like the biggest thing in the and in the internet in like 10 years you know what yeah. i mean like this is the 2019 ends off the you know the decade and it feels like the child was is like the biggest thing to ever happen in the entire Well decade. i mean if you if you think about it
1: uh, Yoda and his species is probably the biggest mystery in Star yeah, Wars we lore cuz no idea. Nope, you've only seen ever two of Yoda's yep. species um and that's it. you don't know any kind of backstory what planet they come from. I mean, you saw the planet that Chewbacca comes from. you saw his his species a yeah. uh, very limited time on screen, but you you saw them, and you don't get any things about Yoda, so I think introducing baby Yoda, I think that opens a lot of doors too. Uh, Because, you know, I I told you there's rumors that there's other Yoda puppets like when they were shooting the Mandalorian. So there might be more of them out there. And that might open a few doors, too. I mean, what what does that mean for this new trilogy? You know, you save baby Yoda or the child (laughs) six years after the return of the Jedi. What influence
0: does that have on the new trilogy? Yeah. And. We see that in Rise of Skywalker. You see, that's the thing. Like, if I were Lucasfilm, I would do something to to be like. Because if he's fifty boom. years
1: old in there,
0: like, then he's, he's in his. That means he'd be in his seventies, which he'd be still be an infant. Yeah, he could still. I think he'd be more of like a, like a two year old, like a three year old, like Var.
1: But, but they but they teased him strong with like part of the force mm-hmm. like early in the in the series. Oh, so
0: beautiful. I love. Oh, I in mean, the what, last episode where he was like about to use the force and uh, he shoots him and he looks at hand like, wait, did I? I don't know how to do that. Yeah, that, that, was, that, that was that was great. That was so... I, I I did like that. Anytime my wife sees him, she's like, he's so cute. He's so cute. I'm like, yeah, he is. Oh yeah, and if you want your uh, Yoda toy, your 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 child toy, the baby Yoda, you gotta wait till like March to get this thing. Yeah, March twenty twenty. They had uh, no idea. It's like they knew but they i don't think they were like which surprised me
1: because disney usually like they'll release stuff and they have merchandise like that day yeah you know they had no idea it, how, how
0: could they not well favreau said please don't make he, he didn't want anybody to know like not even the toy makers he didn't want anybody to know <laughs> that they were doing this thing and yeah when that when the, and i and a lot of people still come up to me and they ask me like who is he i thought when did yoda die and i'm like what does it matter I'm like well how can he be a 50 year old child if he's and i was like no this is after yoda has passed away this is a whole different character and i tell him that us star wars fans us hardcore star wars fans had no idea this was going to happen like when you first saw him what did you do like when you first saw the child
1: i honestly i just my my jaw dropped yeah. i was just like Holy crap! Like that just happened, and you see him ending the first episode with just kind of reaching out, and you see the little hand come yeah. up. Yeah, like I thought it was, it was fitting for the first episode because everybody expected a lot of things out of episode yes. one. Yes, you know they they wanted they, there was so much hype going into it, and then the way they ended it like just exceeded everybody's expectations, yeah. blew everybody away, and had no idea what was happening. Now ever since then. It's a different story. <laughs> I just, I, I, I like to piece things together, and I, I, I can't stand the fact that they haven't really answered anything. Like, where are they going? Why are they traveling over? Why did he even take that mission in the first place in this last episode? He knew it was a bad idea.
0: Because the child told him to. No, I'm just <laughs> uh, Yeah, I'm, uh, it's, just, uh, it's just crazy. Like, when when I saw that the, the, the child, I just started screaming, What? what like really loud at my house because i was like this is there's no way and then you see the face i was like there's no way they're gonna do this it's amazing yeah. and they it's it's working
1: well you know what came first the baby or the yoda
0: <laughs> well what's crazy is the yoda the the baby was born you know before the the phantom menace so where's he been this whole time where, where was he during was the clone he, but wars? how was
1: he born did he have to have two parents to conceive or does he just or is he emerged from existence or is he
0: a clone He could be a clone. He
1: could be a clone. So it's... Why was he guarded so heavily? Who was guarding him? And who wants him now? Who wanted him? Well, we know who wanted him, but... But now it's like, why? Did they get enough from his... From those tests they were running on him to make more clones?
0: We don't know.
1: You know, I mean, there's so many different questions that can go along. And don't get me wrong. Like, I love the Mandalorian series because it's like a love-hate relationship. Like, they give you so much but they don't give you enough yeah. to keep going and it's just like ah but I, i'm still gonna watch it
0: i'm gonna watch I'm and I'm gonna, I'm gonna
1: rewatch it oh, go yeah. the whole way through like i might just do a mandalorian series day where i just watch each episode
0: and yeah and you'll probably pick up stuff that you didn't see yeah. before which yeah. would be awesome um but yeah anything else to talk about today um no man i don't think so i think we covered a lot <laughs> um we just talked a lot about like star wars and you know star wars stuff You know, but it's still pretty good. (laughs) Yeah. yeah. So the Rise of Skywalker comes out. I'm pumped. I'm beyond pumped. David texted me yesterday, and he says I'm getting kind of sad now. And I said why? Because it's all about to end. He goes, Yep. Because it's all it's almost over. And I and I came home last night from work listening to the theme, the main theme, and I was just like, I was like, oh my gosh, Thursday will be the last time it happens yeah. like for me like the last time i have no idea what's about to happen in front of a star wars movie you see
1: know? i think that too but at the same time i also think it's like it needs to end it this needs to finish i mean yeah. finally need to see i honestly hope that they make the prophecy come true and actually balance is restored mm-hmm. um but at the same time, it opens up so many doors to what they're going to do in the future. Um, but the way they're writing and creating these movies, uh, it makes me have an... I'm optimistic of what mm. Lucasfilms has coming for us
0: after this. Let me ask you this question. What if Anakin Skywalker is still the chosen one, and he comes back and brings balance to the Force?
1: I wouldn't like that. You wouldn't like to see him no. send back? No. I, I wouldn't like... I. I wouldn't like to see Anakin come back because, to me, Luke was always the chosen one. Mm-hmm. Um, he was the one who was supposed to bring balance to the Force, but I think he needed... I think it was a combination of him and Leia together that were supposed to do that. Mm-hmm. I think Anakin was just there as not only as the main villain, but as like the main anti-hero um, to kind of set things up for him. Mm-hmm. Um, I think they're going to use... Uh, Luke and Leia in this last movie to make sure everything closes on on the right note
0: yeah alright we'll see well, Rudy, thank you very much for joining us. Thanks for Excuse having me. me. I appreciate <laughs> it, man. <laughs> Hope y'all. Uh, if you want to check out Rudy on, I'm just kidding. <laughs> <laughs> check out his YouTube channel. No, <laughs> just yeah. joking. But uh, yes, thank y'all for listening to this podcast. And we'll probably have another one out tomorrow. It depends. Uh, Rudy might join me again tomorrow with the Mandalorian. We'll see. Um, not with the Mandalorian. He won't be here. of that that'd be. I mean,
1: cool. I have Pedro on on speed dial, but I don't think he does shows like you know. This. You
0: know, he lived he lived in San Antonio there for a couple of years. I believe it. That's, I mean, that's awesome. Ha- yeah. Yeah, like- he's a cool dude. Anyway, <laughs> all right. So, yes, thank you so much for listening. Uh, we'll be back either tomorrow, but definitely we will be here on Friday after the Rise of Skywire because we're all going to go watch it. I won't. I you won't. won't. Rudy will not, but I will not spoil it for you. I promise. Yeah. Uh, again, thank you all for listening. I swear and- to
1: Baby Yoda, you spoil
0: this for me. <laughs> May the Force be with you always. <laughs>